Welcome to Lessons for Leaders. This week I'm talking to you about well-being at Christmas. Now I'm not being all bar humbug and sharing how to look after yourself at Christmas and sacrificing all the fun and festivity. It's about doing things in moderation and focusing on what is important. Mental health and well-being doesn't have a holiday over Christmas time and more so this year that we need to look after ourselves. So I'm sharing 10 quick and easy tips to help you stay well and enjoy the festivities. Listen in for life experiences, personal stories, as well as proven tips. I want you to go into Christmas break in a way that you can enjoy it, but come out the other side feeling rested and ready for 2021. Welcome to Lessons for Leaders. Each week I bring you lessons, learnings, tips and advice to enable you to lead with ease in business without the stressed out and overwhelm so that I help you to increase your performance, to be resilient and to thrive in life. I'm Emma Langton, your host, leadership coach and wellbeing trainer, helping you and your workforce to increase that performance and make an impact that you want in the world. So welcome back to the Lessons for Leaders podcast, everyone. It's so good to have you here. I hope by now that you've remembered to hit that subscribe button and please do go and leave me a review. If you enjoy this episode, give me your key takeaways and thoughts and what you value from the podcast. And if you would like my monthly leadership and wellbeing newsletter then head over to my website at emmalankton.com forward slash training and you can sign up to that there i send it out each month the beginning of each month and it gives information about general tips and themes that i see and hear in organizations that i work with I will share latest research and recommendations and developments for improving well-being and performance and you get this straight into your inbox. So go over to my website emmalankton.com forward slash training and you can find the box to sign up to that there. Finally, I'm already booking calls, conversations and sitting down with organisations, virtually, of course, um, to make plans for their 2021 leadership and well-being for their organisations. We are looking at, you know, what you want and need the most in your workplace well-being, how you get measurable returns on your investment and in the process, make the workplace happier, more productive and a more engaged workforce, as well as having the best leaders in your organisation too. So if you want to find out more about that, then get in touch with me again, emma at emmalankton.com or head over to my website and you can book a call straight into my diary from the contact page. So down to today's episode, there is no doubt that this year is very different to previous festive periods. I don't need to tell you that, do I? What we do need to recognise though is that by having 
to do things differently, whether we like it or not, that's going to take some levels of adaptability and resilience for us all. And you know that those subjects are exactly what I love talking about. We know that many people need support and even if we think that we have nothing to be sad about and nothing to complain about, it can still be different and difficult. And it's okay to feel the feelings about Christmas being different. You might need to change lots of things or do things differently and that's okay. I'm here to support you and want to talk through some simple and easy ways that you can look after your well-being at Christmas. You know, as I said in last week's episode, there are a lot of people who really don't like Christmas. So the pressure to get involved in the so-called fun is not exactly fun for them. Without being bar humbug, it's not always the season to be merry for everyone. It's often quite stressful and difficult. Imagine what it'll be like for many people who are unable to see their families and their friends and relations when they want to. The thing is, mental health doesn't have that holiday at Christmas time, so it's important that we look after us and to take care of our well-being. If you're a manager or HR in the workplace, it's also important that you have conversations and signpost people to support services that are available for your staff. Encourage your people to do at least one of these tips for well-being, even if it's not all of them. Encourage people to take proper time off. And it's important that you lead the way and send positive messages that give people permission to look after themselves and take care of their mental health and well-being. So what's important in these top 10 tips? Well, the first one that I talk about all of the time is routine. Try and stick to some kind of routine, even if you're not working. Now, I don't mean still getting up at 5am and working till midnight or whatever it is that you do, but keep some form of usual sleep and working hours because it's helpful for your body clock that kind of works on a subconscious level, if you like, and keeps everything on track. Routines are usually the first thing that go out of the window during the holiday times, but having a routine is helpful in lots of different ways. It stops us having to think about quite so much in the day. We know what our waking times and sleep times, we know then where the meal times fit, etc. Trying to remember things can be stressful and fill our brains up with everything that's on our to-do list. And it can be incredibly overwhelming. But when we still have a routine in our day, and a lot of the things in our day-to-day stuff just slot in, then we don't have to think about some of those things anymore, as I said, like mealtimes and things. So developing, even if it's a different routine for the Christmas break, developing a routine can help us feel more in control of everything and help us cope and make room for things that are important, as I'm going to talk about, like food, exercise, sleep, And it can help us cope with the change that reduce our stress levels. The certainty of routine helps us to manage the bits that are uncertain in life. So it can cope with the unpredictable periods and the things that are different. And since we're living in 2020 with COVID, it's more important than ever that we cope with the unpredictable times and difficult situations. And routines can do all this 
and also mean that it frees up our brain to be able to think more clearly. So effectively, we can get more done in less time. So think about what routine you're going to have over Christmas, what it looks like and how it's going to work for you. And then my other favourite subject is boundaries. You know, mental health professionals and self-help gurus put a lot of emphasis on boundaries because they are the foundation to healthy relationships and a strong sense of health, self-worth. Helping you create healthy relationships with good boundaries can help with all sorts of areas in your life. Boundaries set out how you want to be treated, basically what's okay and what's not okay. So setting boundaries help you to get out of the overwhelm so that you can step back and do the things that you want to do or achieve what you want to achieve. Boundaries help you from to keep you from overextending yourself, you know, with the people that go, oh, go on, just do this, just do this. It won't take you long. You can't take on, you know, every project or everything that people ask you to just give them a hand with. So it's important that you say no to the things that don't align with your priorities and you stop people taking advantage. I like to say that boundaries create respect. So decide what's okay and what's not okay for you in this Christmas period so you don't end up running yourself ragged or feeling obliged or feeling guilty. And also don't get in uncomfortable situations with people because they follow a different set of COVID rules than you are or they're in a different tier to you. If you're not comfortable, then the clue to setting the boundaries and saying no is right there for you. And when you're saying no, do it without the waffle. Do it without massive, big, long explanations. And just be saying, no, that's not okay for me. No, I can't do that. No, I'm not comfortable with that. And it might sound harsh and hurtful, but it's the very best way to get that message through without leaving space for them to wheedle in and do the persuading. On the subject of boundaries, do set boundaries for use of social media too and limit your time online because it helps to reduce your anxiety when you limit the consumption of you know, news and it's nearly all negative stuff, isn't it? So when you limit your consumption of that, then it's going to help you to feel better. Avoid comparisons. My husband was on his way out to the shop the other day and the neighbour over the road said his wife had sent him out to put the Christmas lights up. And he said, but the neighbour said, well, but you've got yours up early. And the thing was, it wasn't us. It was next door. So the neighbour was then cursing that he needed to be out in the cold and the wet and doing the lights just now. So remember what people see isn't always what's really happening. What people share on social media or tell you about is often just the good stuff. It's not necessarily everything. We've had some quite hideous Christmases in our house and the stories I could tell you about many a Christmas time that didn't go well and did not go to plan. As a headline, you know, from the youngest not getting a present until the 28th because of something that she did or a meltdown about Santa being scary and the list goes on. So don't get sucked in to keeping up with other people or feeling pressured into getting things perfect like all of those crappy films. I mean, I love watching them, 
but it's not real life. So give yourself a break and take some pressure off. What does a perfect Christmas look like anyway? It's going to be different for everyone. So go for good enough. Connect with people. I've talked previously in episode 34 about enhancing connections and how you can do that. And this year, it's more important than ever, isn't it? Make time to connect and be in touch with other people. And I know I'm saying about resting and not doing what everybody else is doing, but connection is important too. The thing is, if you begin to even feel overwhelmed by some of these top 10, then just pick one or two that you're going to make sure that you do. If you pick in connection, have in time to relax, but enjoy company is hugely uplifting, as I'm sure you know, and many people are missing this. So if you're doing Zoom connections or telephone calls or social distance walks or whatever, give it your undivided attention so that you can get the most connection and the most oxytocin out of it. Oxytocin is the cuddle or connection hormone that gets released and gives us that uplifting feeling with that power of connection. Of course, there can also be strains in relationships. And oh gosh, I'm sure there will be this year with differences of opinions and who can see which family and what bubble we are in and then Brexit coming up again. So try and be accepting of people's difficulties and different situations and embrace the difference that we're living in or just switch off from it. Make time for you. On the subject of, you know, switching off, this is your holiday too. So make sure there are things that you want to do and films that you want to see, maybe places you want to go. Okay, (laughs) okay, I know that that's limited. But make sure that you set aside a day or an activity here and there with things that you like doing. Also make sure that you have time for you to rest and repair and get ready for whatever it is that's coming next. Oh my God, what will 2021 bring? This pandemic has been incredibly difficult and a stressful time and it's important to recognise that. Yes, we've got through it, but it's been difficult. And although you might still be doing the things that you're doing, what effect has it had on you, on your mind, on your mental well-being, on your health? You know, on your body, doing all the things that we just, that it just does automatically that we don't notice. So give yourself time to take time out, go for a walk, listen to music, dance, whatever. I know that you've been managing the best you can, but give yourself time to recover. This might mean that some emotions come up for you, you know, sadness, grief, anger, but don't judge yourself. It's often in holiday times that feelings do come to the surface. So allow yourself that time for you and time to heal and repair. And then on the opposite of that, keep active. Exercise is great for well-being and mental health and it's important that we have little bits of all of these things. You might be thinking, oh my God, Emma, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to stop? Am I supposed to start? You know, but it's a little bit of each of these things if you can manage it. It's really easy to let the exercise and the activity slip. But you know, with a half decent routine, as I've mentioned, it's also easy to ensure that you do just get a walk, get some fresh air, do some gentle exercise, or even dance around the living room and kitchen. 
Thousands of studies have been carried out on the benefits of being in touch with nature, from reducing depression and anxiety to lowering blood pressure. So if you can get outside, that's incredibly helpful for you. Because I know how easy it is to slump on the sofa and eat too much and watch films, but try and make sure you do something every day. It boosts your serotonin and the feel-good chemicals and helps to release the stress chemicals that have built up over the year. Even I have to force myself to go off for a swim now and then, but it's worth it in the long run. Think about the food and drink that you have. I know it's a time for indulgence and overindulgence. However, staying hydrated, yes, (laughs) yes, with water, not gin, um, helps to flush out all of those stress hormones and the additives from the food that we eat. Drinking water regularly and even having water with your glass of wine and your other alcoholic drinks helps you to stay hydrated and keeps your mind clear so that we feel better generally. I don't want to be a stick in the mud here and spoiling the fun. It's about keeping yourself well. And even coffee, caffeine and, you know, whatever alcohol you are drinking raises your adrenaline levels. And that's the same that happens when we're stressed. So whilst they might initially give you the boost or the feel good or the satisfaction or the relaxation to de-stress, it doesn't last So try not to overindulge throughout the whole holiday and get some good food in there too so that you feel better in the long run. You know, remembering to breathe. I know that sounds really obvious and you know if you've been listening to me for a while that it's a common piece of advice that I give you. Remembering to take that physical or mental pause is what breathing does. Taking that time to breathe creates that calm and space in your brain. It calms down our internal system from the guilt and the pressure and whatever else is going on and allows you space to just feel a bit calmer and think a bit more clearly. So even if it's just a few deep breaths, gives you that mental step back, whether that's when you go to the loo, whether that's stopping to have a cuppa, it calms down that automatic nervous system and switches off your internal fire alarm. No one wants to feel stressed and rushed and pressured or even snappy and it isn't good for your well-being or the festive spirit. So regularly taking a few minutes, you know, whether you feel like you need it or not, to just take 10 minutes out to breathe, to relax, to meditate. Yes, I said going to the loo. I know people that leave going to the loo to the last minute and that's going to make them ill. Or even if it's just having that cup of tea while it's actually hot can work wonders for you or your stress level. And it can reduce any festive friction and gives your body the break from the adrenaline and cortisol and other stress hormones. Make sure you sleep. Taking rest is necessary. It allows you to refresh your brain and have the higher productivity levels and better performance in the long run. Getting enough sleep is a no-brainer, yet many of us don't do it or struggle to get it. You know, it might be the stress and anxiety keeping us awake. So reducing some of those things, using some of the tools I've already mentioned, they all sit hand in hand. And keeping to a routine and sticking to similar bedtimes and getting up times is important for your mental health and well-being. We can all cope so much better 
when we've had a good night's sleep, whatever our circumstances are. So reducing screen time, having a calming time before bed, drink water to stop the alcohol, it's all important. You don't have to be spending the first few hours of sleep to just have your body work off the effects of alcohol before it gets to that restful sleep stage. So start seeing your sleep as an important part of your routine and self-care. And finally, I want to remind you that it's okay to ask for help. If you're struggling with doing everything over Christmas, then please, please, please do ask for help. I know people will always do things the way that you want them done. But look, when my husband does the ironing, it looks left-handed and upside down, really. But it gets it done and I just make sure that I don't watch. The end result is fine. I just take myself off and do something else, which is the whole point of having help anyway, isn't it? If you need to talk to someone about feeling pressured, overwhelmed, lonely or struggling in any other way, have a chat with someone that you trust. Honestly, whatever you are feeling about troubling somebody, about someone being busy, someone having their own problems, if you say that you are struggling, that person will help, me included. A couple of people have already reached out to me over the last six months and honestly, I had no idea that they were struggling. Because even with my work and caring about people or as some people might say being generally nosy, it just didn't occur to me. Did I feel guilty about it? No, and neither should you. Because I just had no idea and we're all really good. Particularly the Brits that are going, yeah, yeah, I'm fine and putting a smile on our face. Was I happy to help? Absolutely. I met them for social distance walks, you know, a bit more frequently, send a few more frequent messages, do an actual proper phone call, you know, get on Zoom. Some of it was friends, some of it was um, for work. But in intensive sessions, if you want to work through these with me, are great for things like this. But today... I'm not here to sell, although obviously I am happy to work with you and anybody else that you know, but I'm here to remind you of the little things that are important that it's easy to forget to do. So pick one of these things, whether it's routine, boundaries, watching your comparisons, taking time to connect, taking time for you. Stay active, watch the food and drink that you have, breathe ask for help or get your sleep in whatever it is you know Christmas well-being is achievable and enjoyable and sticking to my top 10 Christmas well-being tips will enable you to go into the new year and 2021 feeling good you know so I wish you a wonderful Christmas until next time bye for now